1: This week's show features a celebration of 50 episodes of the podcast featuring the one-minute pitches from the 10 most downloaded podcasts and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Inside Muskegon is turning 50. I cannot express how fortunate I feel to have met the people I've interviewed over the course of this podcast. Muskegon is truly blessed with so many passionate leaders and community members. Through this podcast, I've had the opportunity to get to know many of them. When I started the podcast, I thought I was a person in the know about what was happening in Muskegon. I am still to this day constantly amazed about how much more there is to learn about the arts, entertainment, culture, tourism, history, the business community, and the people that make up Muskegon. 50 is a magical number for podcasters. I suppose the milestone signifies the longevity and staying power of a podcast. For podcasters, though, it seems to be something more. My original goal with this podcast was maybe to do 12 podcasts and call the project a success. Well, here we are, almost a year later, and we've hit 50, and there's no shortage of stories to share about Muskegon. I want to say thank you for listening Thank you for your feedback, and thank you to the guests who have been so gracious with their time and been a part of Inside Muskegon and made it something that I'm proud to be part of. Inside Muskegon has received over 28,000 downloads since we started in November of 2005. With episode number 50, I wanted to take a look back at the 10 most downloaded episodes of the podcast. I thought a fun way to do that would be through the one-minute pitches that I ask each guest to give. Well, those pitches aren't always one minute, but hey, it's hard to be succinct when you have so much passion about a subject. Without any further ado, on to the countdown. Checking in at number 10 is John Merchant of local band Dutch Henry.
2: Well, I would say uh, come, just come out and see us. Come out and see us live. Have, you know, have an open mind and, and come out and see us live. Because if one minute, you know, one minute we might be playing something and you might go, I hate country music. I don't want to hear that. Give us another two minutes, because in that next two minutes, you could hear something that sounded like the Beatles or the Beach Boys or, you know, the one thing about us is I and I've said this forever. And a lot of folks have said it to me is it you have to see us live to really that's where our energy is. And, I mean, I'm proud of all of our, our first record, the new one coming out. I'm really proud of. But you got to see us live. and So I would just encourage someone to, to block off, a, give us a good three hours of your night, and I'm sure we can turn you around before it's over.
1: At number nine is Scott Speck with the West Shore Symphony Orchestra.
3: Wow. One minute, huh? You know, I don't know if people know that classical music is for everyone. There are a lot of people who are turned off to the idea of classical music because they think that it's some kind of elitist pursuit, that it's only for people who have a certain, perhaps, educational level, who have a certain uh, economic level, who have a certain amount of wealth, and, God forbid, people you know think that it might be for people of only of a certain ethnic background. I can't think of anything farther from the truth. I do have to say that the reason for that is the fault of the symphony orchestra world itself. For the last 50 to 100 years, I think orchestras have really cultivated an elitist point of view that make people feel somehow that they're not adequate to come in. My job, in fact my mission in life, is to reverse that and to make people realize that classical music was written by people like us who had very strong, powerful, passionate emotions who put this music down in freeze-dried form on a piece of paper in such a way that even hundreds of years later we can reconstitute it in every bit of its excitement, passion, eloquence, and feeling that it had when the composer wrote it down. I also want to point out that, of course, for many, many years, what we now consider classical music was pop music. That was the music that people clamored to go to just as people go now to rock concerts. And so what I really, really want to say is that the doors are open. The doors of our concert hall or wherever we happen to play are open to you, and we are very, very much aware, if you come, that we are trying to give you an absolutely wonderful, fun, and even transcendent experience. No uh, preconceptions and absolutely nothing required except that you come with open ears and an open mind and hope to see you at the Frauenthal. On to number eight in the
1: countdown with Dave Alexander, the business editor of the Muskegon Chronicle.
2: Well, um, there are positives and negatives to coming to Muskegon. Let me go f- first, comes to mind on the pro side. We have an unparalleled quality of life, first off. Uh, there are some natural assets here with our beaches, our dunes, our lakes, our woods, our rivers that are, um, are the envy of um, communities not only around Michigan, upper Midwest, but around the country and the world. Uh, secondly, I would point that we are a friendly people. We are unpretentious friendly people in this community. There's no heirs in Muskegon. Uh, We are what we are. We're blue collar roots. And I think that's a strong ethic, both to our uh, moral core and also to our work ethic. Um, We have affordable housing. Okay, your people can come here and they can um, they can get housing that is uh, some of the uh, cheapest uh, and and best quality for the price value uh, around the nation. We have strong neighborhoods with solid schools. We have water, sewer and road infrastructure. And like I said, a great work ethic on the other side, um, we have some internal image problems. Uh, And I think it's something that both uh, the chamber and Muskegon area first will be working on in the coming years. Um, we have some negative attitudes about ourselves that uh, come from our history, but ones that uh, maybe need to be reevaluated and looked at. We have overlapping and inefficient government and school structures that I think need to have uh, and could have an effect on, on businesses that are trying to uh, to prosper here. We have a low, lower educational level than we should have for a community our size and in the environment in which we find ourselves. Uh, some of our folks lack advanced technological skills in our workforce, even though. We have a great work ethic. We need to be open to to um, advancing our skills. And that is caused somewhat by the young brain drain, and we, we see that in a lot of communities. I think Ann Arbor even probably can sit and complain about that, but we do bring people like yourself back to town. So that is that is all uh, maybe working eventually in our, in our favor. And then the one that, that people really don't want to uh, touch upon, but I think we need to to really go forward, and I would tell any um, uh, employer coming in that they is a racial divide here that needs to be healed and it's something that's not just in muskegon it's in the state of michigan and it's in this nation and until we really through the new generations coming on deal with the racial race issue in all of its many facets um we're really not going to progress like we uh need to be
1: so that's sort of a little view as to what i would say pro and con Coming in at number seven is Janie Scott of the now defunct Michigan Mayhem. If only we could talk to Janie now, what a scoop that would be!
4: What's the pitch that we're making, trying to get people to the game? Um, what we're trying to do is, is we're you know we're offering many um, packets so that people can look at those packages and get an idea of okay, well maybe I can't go. To these, you know, these couple of games um, this week because you know I'm out of town or you know I've got some other uh, special project or, or whatever the case may be. Well, that gives you an opportunity. There is um, you can get ten games for the price of six, and we call those mini packages. Uh, we also uh, putting together promotion two for ones, whereas you pay a regular price for one ticket in the your, your um, person whom you might bring Your maid or your friend Whomever that you might bring with you For that night will get in free So I mean we're looking at doing all kind of Innovative things in order to be able to um, Bring people to the game So they can just get that experience You know because we believe once you come You'll come back because we have such A great product That you'll want to be a part of that You know and what we like to say is, too, you know, you're part of history in the making because if we can get this to work and stay in this community, um, we're on the way to putting Muskegon on the map big time.
1: At number six, Bob Skolnick with Mona Lake Productions.
5: Well, um, Riders in the Sky are uh, a group that does Western entertainment. Now, there's, there's a distinct difference between western and country they're not a country group they're western and i guess the best way i can describe that is cowboy music and um, i remember hearing uh, uh, sons of the pioneers some years ago when we were on a family vacation out in arizona and i mean i was kind of mesmerized by them and these guys you know cool water uh, back in the saddle again um, they're funny. They're they're really their their humor, their wit up on the stage is they're they're just they're just terrific. You're gonna want to go up and hug these guys, and you're gonna want to sing along with them. Um, they're just you're 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 gonna be entertained in a way that you probably haven't been since many people were kids, and it's just going to be terrific. Um, the opening act, the Oat Brand Boys, uh, there's uh, you know, there's a banjo, a bass, a guitar. These guys um, are wonderful singers. They're kind of a combination of bluegrass and folk. Um, it's just you're going to go down to the Fraunthal at 730. You're probably going to get out of there around 10 o'clock, and uh, for $20, you're going to be entertained like you haven't been before. And um I originally had thought about some kind of guarantee where if you really didn't like it, uh, maybe there'd be a refund. I'm not gonna do that, so don't anybody <laughs> ask for a refund. But uh please come to this concert. You're you're not uh there's not a, a penny in it for me. You're gonna help the community, you're gonna have a you're gonna enjoy yourself in a fabulous theater and uh you're gonna see somebody that you that you're gonna wonder why you haven't heard um heard or seen them before. So so come on down. I Really, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging, challenging everyone that's listening to come down. And, and uh, it's, again, Friday, April 28th. Tickets are available. The Frauenthal box office, startticketsplus.com or Start tickets, uh, Plus. There's an 800 number for them uh, available in the book. Um, and uh, I, I need 1,000 people to go, so please be one of the 1,000.
1: Now on to the five most downloaded podcasts. At number five is Dr. Iman Mahawili with the Michigan Alternative and Renewable Energy Center.
6: People need to know what renewable energy is, what alternative energy is. But as we have it today, I would say we wanna, I would like to reduce the dependency on fossil fuel. So consider immediately changing your driving habits because that will have the greatest impact uh, to reduce the eleven million barrels of oil per day that we consume in the United States, so start changing your driving habits, so reduce the independent of fossil fuel, insulate your homes so you reduce the dependence on heating oil and and um, um just uh, uh, seal your windows. This, these these three elements can have a dramatic, immediate, no investment uh, solution to, to reduce our dependency uh, on um, fossil fuels. But also to because I have a fifteen seconds left, start reading about what alternative renewable energy is. Visit Merrick. Get educated. And go to Muskegon Community College because we have a class there to teach what it is, and learn about it, and stay connected to people and what we might do in downtown Muskegon.
1: At number four, we have Chris Kelly with
3: Edison Landing. Well, I would, I would, I would ask him, or I would tell him, I suppose, uh, if your business is like my business, the key to its success is its people, and just like we just talked about, if you want to attract talented people to your company you need to have an attractive work environment. And we can create that for you. We can make it right here in Edison Landing. Uh, we can give you water. We can give you bike trails. We can give you all the amenities that we've got. Uh, and on top of that, we can give you some tax incentives. The
1: number three podcast belongs to Tracy Lorenz, columnist with the Muskegon Chronicle.
7: To someone who'd never seen it before, would they be here with me? Well, I, I would say it's a... Uh, it's got the greatest natural resources probably in the Midwest, and they're completely unused or, or unappreciated. We've got three lakes: Lake Michigan, Mono Lake, and Muskegon Lake. Surrounding it's like a peninsula of Muskegon. You got you've got you've got wildlife. You've got all the natural stuff, and just it's been either abused or, or not focused upon. And uh, if they just switched a few things around, the state, if they took Michigan's adventure to and put it where the paper mill is, and just swapped those two businesses, you're you're gold. But um, there's a lot of stuff to do here. You just got to go find it is the problem. And uh, there's there's no place that really funnels you into where the fun is like they do in a Grand Haven or Saugatuck or even uh, Montague or Whitehall or somewhere. It just seems to be too spread out. Yep. So,
1: Well, thank you very much. Do you have any uh, parting words for your uh, fans and uh, detractors?
7: <laughs> fans, plural. That's pretty nice. <laughs> Not just my mom. No, uh, just I hope you keep reading and I'll keep trying to slip stuff past the editors. That's all I can say. Uh, otherwise, thanks. I think the I think the podcast is a good idea. I think there aren't, there aren't enough people doing positive things for Muskegon where there, uh, it's, it's like there's a lot of people backpedaling. It's like the prevent defense, you know, that always costs you the game. There's too much prevention going on here and, and not enough people taking a little risk and trying to make this a more exciting place. You've got... Uh, like Chris Kelly, who was in here uh, last week's interview, I believe, you know, some people that are putting their money in downtown and putting their money in Muskegon and aren't afraid to, to take a chance. Uh, Hobie Thrasher is another one or, um, you know, you, you need that core group of people that want to invest and have faith in the city. And, uh, other than the investment part, I'm one of them. <laughs> I like I like to try to think the column tries to add something to the city of Muskegon, something for people to read that makes them think a little bit. And I try to throw people's names in now and then or whatever. But uh, I still have faith, and I'm not going anywhere.
1: Checking in at number two is the very first guest on the podcast, and now a podcaster herself, Cindy Larson with the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce.
8: Wow, hard to do it in one minute, but. Um Actually, I have to have two answers. For the manufacturing headquarters type person, I have to return to that low-cost quality of life. You can get high-quality workers here because at a a slightly lower cost. Why? Because they choose to live here. They're not just living here because of the job. They're choosing here... to live here because they want to live here. So we already know that's a great success. We're a great place for manufacturing still in the United States and for the corporate headquarters to get top talent that wants to stay here and not just leave you immediately for the next opportunity. On the other side, for the people that have a product or consumer service that they're trying to, um, t- trying to develop, it's still a great, as I said earlier, Muskegon, Grand Rapids, Holland, one of the fastest-growing places in the United States. So if you have a product that you'd like to launch, this is a great market to launch it in, and then from there you can just jump on to Detroit and Chicago and then the world, of course.
1: And at number one with the most downloaded episode of Inside Muskegon is Tony Lisman, the owner of the Muskegon Fury.
0: I, I do this quite often, so this, is, this isn't this is that difficult. <laughs> and it's uh, um, the, the thing about our sport and the thing about our product here in... In Muskegon is that it's it's an exciting product it's a very very high caliber of talent that we have on the ice and the thing that that I think will sell it ultimately is to just give it one game you give it one game and people are hooked you know beyond the beyond the game that we put on the ice our, our ancillary entertainment that takes place during the game um, I think is is very good. We, uh, we have numerous giveaways and promos that we do to, to add to the, the fun night out and it's not a lot of money um, to have a great night out. And if you have kids, I can tell you I've got five children, and there is no sport like like hockey for little kids because of the action. It's it's continuous, and I can tell you from the, the dings I have in my walls at home from little hockey sticks, uh, <laughs> um, I've got a bunch of little rabid fans. And I hear that time and time again from other parents that bring their kids to a game that um, it's, it's just a, a fun sport for the kids to come to, a great family experience, and uh, I, I guess to, to – to, and my 1 minute pitch I'd guarantee you that you'd have a good time and you want to come back
1: on to some listener feedback as always with listener feedback you can post your comments to the site view the comments of others and even comment on their comments at insidemuskegon.com feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231 231- 354-2332 when dialing be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message that brings us to the conclusion of episode number 50 of Inside Muskegon for more information visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Seer. once again Jeremy thank you so much for your help with this podcast for Inside Muskegon I'm Jason Piseki. Feedbacks welcome at Jason at insidemuskegon com
0: this has been the inside Muskegon podcast comments are welcome through our website or by emailing Jason at inside